Undiscovered Planet podcast, hosted by Damo Sims and Nick Stapani. Lovely people, once again, it's me, Damo Sims, with the Undiscovered Planet podcast and me best mucker in the virtual world, Mr. Nick Pigeon Stepani. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm okay. Well, do you know what? I, I say I'm okay, Damo. I say I'm okay, but it's been a load of bollocks. Why? This week. It has been absolute shite. T- tell me about it. Tell me all about it. I- well, I was I was bogged down with some sort of freaking bug. Oh, I was bedridden, Damon. I was, you can like you laugh all you want. What what, what yeah? kind of symptoms were you having, like? Ah, oh, blocked nose, sore throat. <laughs> 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 it was not good. I don't know. I was hoping for something exotic, like you were shitting yourself as well, but that wasn't happening. No, not not on that occasion. That okay. has happened in the past. Yeah, involuntary. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, my age, mate. The only way. <laughs> You're damn far to my <laughs> age. <laughs> Every time it's like Russian roulette, you just damn far to my really? age. Yeah. Is it really? Because oh you're short, don't you? Well, you know what to call a short, then, which is off between it. A... Well, yeah, but look, 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 let's just, just for a moment, okay? Yeah. If, it gonna, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So you, you can't get over it. Shit happens. Safi, my cat is, because um, I'm recording from home today. Safi, thank you. She's playing with her. Uh, I've got lots of cat toys. Do you know, uh, every every time when we're just about to go on and I see you with Jackie on there, I actually think... Not Jackie. The cat Jackie. Safi. Safi. You said Jackie. Safi. <laughs> said, oh, you're changing it now. We're on, we're on air. I did Mate, say Jackie. You said, I said Safi. You said you like the name Jackie, yeah. but when people came round, because it sounded the same, the cat would still respond <laughs> when you said Safi. Oh, unbelievable. Absolutely Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I was, I was sassy. Is she right? She's great. Yeah, she's great. She's, yeah. she's, do you know what? She's a, she's a right character. No, she she really is. is a right character. She spends <clears> most of the time crawling over you, don't she? Yeah. I it's the only pussy I'm getting at the moment. It, it certainly is. Oh. It certainly <laughs> is. <laughs> and it's Harry. Um, oh. oh, there we go. Um, Nick. Oh, do, you want me let you, do you want me to let you in on what we're talking about this week? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it, I, I think it's only fair. Okay, okay. Part of the show. This week, I'm really excited because we want to be really diverse and obviously cover lots of different things, not just ghosts and monsters, which are brilliant and, and, and amazing. We've got some really, really good shows yeah. coming up, guys. Um, but this week, we thought we'd do a show. Are you ready for this? So this week's show, Nick, it. this week's show is on, ready for this? Time travel. Thanks a lot, everybody, for the show. Have a great week. Good night. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Sorry, I was just demonstrating time travel for people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're right on good way, and it is, you know, it is what you do best. So it is thinking on Thank my feet, you. thinking on my feet. That's what I do. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I've got to travel. mention. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you what I've got yeah. to mention as well. Um, I had somebody contact us. Um, okay. Now I've got to be very, very careful how I phrase this and, and it'll all become apparent as I, I tell you this, but let's right. just say, let's just say that somebody contacted me who may or may not be called Joe. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Who who made it completely, completely, completely clear, maybe or maybe not, that I was not to mention that they know me in any shape or form as a friend. Okay? Right. Okay. I got you. You could say that they were distancing themselves in social circles. (laughs) Um, It's not a problem. Yeah. Well, this Joe, let's just say he's called Joe, right? Hi, Joe. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Uh, he, uh, he he spoke to me today. We had a, a quick conversation on the phone. Anybody else, by the way, that's listening to us, if you want to get in, in touch, we are touchable, aren't we, Nick? Very touchable. Yeah, within reason. Within reason. Not around the scrotum area. <laughs> no, not uh, the last that, time. That, that's for a, that is for... You didn't VIP, know he did that, did you? Know. You didn't know he'd just fire I, off like that, did you? I didn't know. I had no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, Joe, Joe contacted me, and, and he, 
he said, finish this, he said, mate, really, really, really like the show. Really like the show. Thanks, Jay. And I'm like, okay. He said, he said almost, and I think his phrase was, I think I'm addicted to it. Right? Then, then, he compares the show, this show, with me and you, right? He compares (laughs) this, he compares this to, similar to, ready? Listen to this for some royalty. Go on. Spinal Tap or Vic and Bob. That's how Joe sees it. Thanks, Joe. That really does bring a lot. I mean, I'm. I have. I. The only thing I can say to that is, love your long time. Will you stop playing that? Love your long time. <laughs> you stop playing that because I <laughs> no, will. No, mate. I'll be serious. The only thing I can say to that is, once I did have car insurance from Churchill. Once. Once. Yeah. <laughs> You've got no idea what I'm I haven't mean, got a Joe. clue what you're on about. <laughs> Joe, do you know? Does anybody know? No. Undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com is our email address. It's flipping inundated. I mean, today, I've, I, there's so many messages in there that I haven't even... I didn't even go in. All right. Well, that's good. That means <laughs> there's even more to go through. That means there's oh, even more weight to go through. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Exactly. Right. So uh, the other thing we need to just cover before we get into the show is uh, Philly Swatch. Have we had do what? a Phyllis watch? For people who don't know, Phyllis is our yes, Tulpa. Phyllis. Oh, our Tulpa, yes. She's in her 60s, isn't she, Damo? Yeah. She's about five foot two inches. She's got grey, short, curly hair. She wears a lumberjack jacket and dungarees. And we are trying to will her into existence by collectively all the people around the world. We've got people, as you know, now in America, all the amazing people in the UK. Uh, we've got uh, France, we've got Spain, we've got India. Um, I think we've got Norway. I'll have to check that. So we are spreading. Oh, in Australia, of course. We are spreading like a fantastic disease and everyone's picking up on us. Even Joe. Even Joe's got it now. Oh, yeah. well done, He's Joe. Hey, Joe, let us know. If you, have you seen the Phyllis? Have you? Yeah, so we, we're willing it. We're willing her into existence. Go for it, mate. Tell us. Yeah, Tiff, Tiff, um, I don't know where Tiff's from, so Tiff, you want to get back in touch, let us know. She says, uh, hi, Nick, hi, Damo, uh, my goodness me, just heard the episode regarding Phyllis. Sounds like my auntie. <laughs> we need a picture. Oh, you say- we need a freaking picture. How want- many times? Do we have to say this? If you want a special prize, times? if you want a special prize, it's easy, man. Don't dress your mates up or a family member up. Just find the no, fillies and send it in. We'll send you a prize. We can tell. We can tell. Come on, please. And it's a money can't Do- buy prize, but I do know someone that can steal it. So we will get it out to you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be good fun. Mm. So just one more time. Okay, oh, finish. Yeah. She's in her 60s. She's five foot two. She's got grey Short, curly hair. She wears a lumberjack <laughs> jacket and dungarees. Oh, beautiful. Wow. She sounds yeah. like a hugger. I tell you what, maybe any gentlemen or women out there, are is Phyllis your partner? Or are you married <laughs> to Phyllis? Let us know. I've got a feeling yeah, if anyone's married nice. to Phyllis, it's another woman. <laughs> it's possible. You, you just never know, Damo, do you? Well, you just never know. That's what my money's on. Okay. Shall we get into this? Shall we get into this? Let's do it, Damo. Let's get into okay. the Undiscovered Planet podcast because that is, of course, what we're here for. Yes, yes. What the hell was that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> was, that was that Josh? That was a Josh. He's, he's, he's remote working tonight. You stupid. Can hear me, Josh? You pig. I'm okay. Not it. Right. Hey, listen, let's get on to some stories of time travel. Now, when you first think about time sure. travel, where does your mind go, Nick? I mean, obviously, you think about Back to the Future. I would have thought that springs to most people's minds. Definitely Back to the Future, yeah. Okay. Ne- never forget about that. That's, that's amazing. Classic movie. Um, I mean, Doctor Who, is that, is that in the TARDIS? Do you know, that didn't spring to mind, travel? but he is, he is a Time Lord, by definition. Yeah. 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 Or yeah, he is. she is a Time Lord, by definition. 
Absolutely. Or they. Yeah. They are Tam Lord. Or it. I don't think you can use that one. <laughs> don't think you can say that one. Can you not? Okay. We're going to get some okay. emails now. We're going to get some complaints now, mate. It's on your head. Anything that Nick says is yeah. on his head, by the way, not mine. Of course mine. it is. No, I, I, listen, you, what am I doing now? What am I doing? The Illuminati sign? I'm holding my hands up. Oh, sorry. You know? I thought you were doing that triangle you, thing. Stupid, you absolute. <laughs> ab- not having it. All right. It look like get that. on with the show, Damo. Right. Get on with the show, mate. So, Let's do this. there have been some absolutely fascinating accounts of time travel, genuine time travel, that have been reported over the centuries. Some really, really crazy stories. Now, I've got a few myself. I believe you might have maybe one or two yourself as well, Nick. I've, I've, I've got one fairly, I would say, well-known one. Okay. I'd be very surprised if you hadn't have heard about this. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, it, it, I was only made aware of it probably a year ago. All right. Well, yeah, quite interesting. Tell what I'm going to do, then, mate. Tell what I'm going to do. I'm going to start off with uh, a couple of small stories of, of uh, examples of reported time travel, right? I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. that these aren't well known, so I don't think it's going to be one. We should have actually spoken about this before we came on air. But, you well, know. it's always the way, isn't it? We it's just wing it. We wing what? it, man. Life gets in the way. It does. It does. There isn't enough time in the world, is there? I know. Unless you didn't travel it. Right. So um, I'm going to get to um, a couple of little stories then. So one of them, this one here, involves a gentleman by the name of Air Marshal Sir Victor Goddard. So according to this writer of the book called Time Travel, A New Perspective by J.H. Brennan, um, Air Marshal Sir Victor Goddard flew into a parallel universe by mistake back in 1935 when he was still a wing commander. Sir Goddard was instructed to inspect an inactive airbase located in Drem near Edinburgh in Scotland. While flying over it, Sir Goddard found the airbase to be in a poor state with cattle grazing on the wild grass that had now forced its uh, way through the tarmac. It was in complete shambles. Later on, while flying his plane, he got into a bit of trouble thanks to the harsh weather conditions. And to avoid an accident, Sir Goddard decided to fly back to the airbase till the weather cleared itself a bit. As he approached the airbase... The terrestrial, no, the torrential rain oddly and very abruptly gave way to bright sunshine. If that wasn't odd enough, he also noticed that the airbase was in mint condition and in use. He even spotted mechanics wearing blue overalls working on the the yellow uh, uh, planes parked on the runway. The planes weren't the ones in use by the Air Force back then. In fact, Sir Goddard even failed to recognise one of them. Funny because instant renovation of the place couldn't have been possible, and more importantly, these guys weren't even wearing the khaki-coloured uniforms that were norm for then. Uh, also, the Air Force Base painted all their planes in silver, not yellow. That's mad, isn't it? That's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's. Do you know what I mean? When you look, oh, oh, when you hear a sorry, Nick, when you hear a. St- there's an ending to the story that I didn't notice. Oh, let's hear the ending. Come this on. is the hook. This is the hook, right? So, sorry about this, Nick. So, completely baffled, there was a bit of a time slip then, I missed it. Completely baffled by what the hell he was looking at, Goddard got the shock of his life. Four years later, uh, Europe was torn apart and he happened to visit Drem again. But this time, he saw everything he saw four years back in 1935. The same people in blue overalls servicing yellow planes. A full deja vu moment. He even found the planes he couldn't recognise before. Uh, A miles register did Sir Goddard fly four years into the future. Except he'd say that Goddard might have simply been confused with the location. But how could he be confused with the location and see uniform and planes that weren't even out until four years later? Well, I'm glad you said deja vu moment because, you know, these days that would be the most plausible explanation, a deja vu moment. I mean, how many deja vu moments have you had, Damo? I, I, get, I used to have loads. I haven't had many recently, but, de, but deja vu wouldn't explain that, mate. What do you mean think about it? Deja vu isn't Why like, not? well, he, he saw something and then four years later he saw okay. that stuff again. 
Now, you've got to remember, you could say it wouldn't make any sense, but he flew over this area just before, and it was like desolate. It was all like shitty things growing through weeds and everything. And then, and then he had to fly back over the same location, and it had changed. The weather changed, and that what he saw had changed. So he either went through a time slip, and he saw you know, the, the, the things in the future. Um, and then obviously he must have come back out of that again because he saw it four years later on into the future. But how would he have seen the planes, the uniforms, the things that weren't even around for another four years? Oh, I know. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, because if, if they were painted, what were they painted blue? They were, they were painted, the planes were painted, they, the people were blue outfits. Oh, the people were in blue overall. They yeah, weren't painted right, blue. Yeah. The planes were yellow. <laughs> the planes were yellow. Welcome to the Smurfs. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, gosh, I mean, if you're asking me how can I explain that, then I've got absolute... No, I can't explain that. No. I mean, I'm not that clever <laughs> to explain that, really. But that's why we're here, mate. We're here, aren't we? Because, yeah. let's be honest, yeah. we're, we're undereducated yeah. uh, vagabonds that have got nothing to better to do with the time. <laughs> they try and figure shit out. That's all we do, don't we? <laughs> If you want to listen to uh, yeah. somebody, if you want to listen to somebody intelligent, this is not the podcast for you. He <laughs> really right, isn't, yeah. is it? No. If, Absolutely. Yeah, Did, um, I mean, what's your take on it, Damo? What's your take on it? I, w- I tried, to, again, due to intelligent reasons, I couldn't follow it through, but I watched something the other day, building up to yeah. this, where someone was explaining time, and they were saying that time, they were trying to explain, and there's a, a way you can do it, that time doesn't exist. That we, we that. that we yeah. create time. So I've heard that, and so you know these, these different uh, ways that it can be explained. Um, I I think that I think that perhaps time is just one of the other constraints that they, maybe whoever they are, put on people to control. So that we we, we believe we've got twenty four hours in a day. We believe we've got seven days a week. We believe we've got twelve. This is what this is what I'm saying. I mean, We're bred to believe this. Yeah, yeah. But what? What, what, if, to what if we can step out of that? I mean, you, we're going off tangent a lot here, but look at people that say that they can do things like uh, astral projection and they can go to places. Mm. How can you go from one place yeah. to, to another instantly unless there's such thing as time travel? If you're somewhere else instantly, you've gone quicker than time. Yeah. Yeah? Well, I, we've got a clip a little bit later on in the show and Professor Brian Cox actually states that Okay. Time okay. Is happening right now. Right. Okay. So, which, when should we get onto that then? We'll do that in a moment. But okay. I just want to just. I mean, this could be fake. It could be. I mean, a lot of people out there were thinking that this chap was putting this on. Now, whether he was or not, I don't know if he's been found out or he's come out and and and, and explained it all. But a time traveller. From 2027, has yep. been posting bizarre videos of himself as the last par- person on Earth to prove all the haters wrong on TikTok. Now, a man claiming to be a time traveler stuck in the year 2027 is determined to prove skeptics wrong with his latest posts, in which he shared eerie footage of a deserted city in a bid to show He's the last person on earth. Now, as you can imagine, you know, many people, Damo, said, okay, go to this spot. He went to that spot. Nothing. This one viewer said, "Go, can you go to this restaurant? It's always busy. He went to that restaurant. It was absolutely desolate. People then said, right, you're going, obviously going out when it's really, you know, early in the morning, first thing. So he went to this big town square and there was a clock, a digital clock on there. And it said uh, 15, no, it didn't. It said um, 1745, so quarter to six. Now, normally in a, in a very large city, that's going to be bustling, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there was no, every single video that I saw of this, uh, man's footage didn't show any birds flying in the sky. No trickery. There was nothing at all. No, well, I don't know. Either he is a freaking good shit hot video editor, you know, because what I'm saying looks 
<laughs> eerie as hell. It has, you know, fair play to him if that's his game. But I tell you what, he had. If it's fake, he had millions of people fooled. Now, if you're interested in finding out, especially if you're on TikTok, just type in uh, 2027 uh, time traveler okay. or Google it. Can we stick um, that in the show um, notes? Stick it in the show notes, mate. Stick it in the show notes. Stick it in the show notes. We always say that. We always say we're going to stick it in the show notes, but we don't do it. Well, that's not us, though. That's Josh. Josh is a dick. He's an absolute unbelievable twat. (laughs) Where where is he? Is he with you tonight? No, he's 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 remote. He's calling in remote. (laughs) Is he? Hi, Josh. He's, He's on Skype. He's on Skype. And if you can hear me, Josh, you're a. <laughs> no, I, I don't care, Damo. I've, I'm, I know. you know. Anyway, but talking about that clip, Damo, we've got yeah. a clip of, um, I think it was an Australian show, and uh, Professor Brian Cox and another physicist, I think, were being interviewed. Okay, and they were talking about is time travel possible now, Professor Brian Cox. And, and this lady is adamant that time travel is not possible in the past, but it very much is in the future. Let's hear what they had to say. I'm just actually wondering, I've always wanted to time travel, and I thought, well, if somebody in the future, like maybe in a million or a thousand years, could figure out how to build a time machine, then why can't they come back to 2014 and then show us how to build it? Uh, no, you can't travel into the past. I'm certain of that. Well, could you well, explain why? Nalini, we'll start with you. Well, I don't know about whether there's an arrow that prevents you from going to the past or only into the future, but um, mathematically, I think that there are many, many possible answers to these questions. Um, you're, you're right, though. You can imagine t- wormholes and these ideas that you can tunnel through and take shortcuts. It'd be like going from London to Australia by going through the Earth rather than around the two-dimensional surface on the edge. So you, so but, but <laughs> uh, I've heard uh, Stephen Hawking has a, a thing called the chronology protection conjecture. Which, and the conjecture is, from a physics perspective, is that, as you say, it seems to make no sense. It's not a way to build a universe to allow you to be able to travel back in time and, and prevent your parents from meeting before you're born or whatever you do. So, so there's a conjecture that the laws of nature um, will always be such that time travel into the past is forbidden. Now, that's a conjecture at the moment. It's certainly it's true in what's called Einstein's special theory of relativity, and it might be true or not in his general theory. We're not sure, because you can have these shortcut things. But most, I, I think most theoretical physicists would say, we think, we'll conjecture, as Stephen Hawking does, that the physics protects the past. Can, can I, can I just the say, then, that logic suggests that even if you can travel into the future, we'll never know... Or oh, you can travel into the future, yes, but even in Einstein's theory, as far as you want. Yes, but... but you can, no-one will actually do it, because it would require a great scientific effort and a lot of money, but no-one would ever be able to prove... We, we do it. ...that they'd been in the future. It's been proved. So, so moving yes. clocks run Has slow. Has been proved? Yes, moving clocks run slow relative to stationary ones. So, so if you were to run across this uh, studio now and run back and sit down, and we measured the time on your watch very accurately, it would, you, your, your watch relative to mine would have run slower. And that's, that's, that's actually central to the way the satellite navigation system works. It requires to be... So, so that's true, and that's, a, that's part of Einstein's theory. But you couldn't, nice you couldn't or you wouldn't, let's say, the scientific community wouldn't do this, take a human being and try and put them into the future. I'd do it. Because what would be the point of it? <laughs> well, no, you do, you do, that. you just do. But if you, let's say you fly... I'll get, I know a number, which is the, the speed the protons go around the Large Hadron Collider. Mm-hmm. So they go around the Large Hadron Collider at 99.999999% the speed of light. At that speed, time passes 7,000 times more slowly for the protons than it does for the experimenters sat watching them going round, and that's relativity. So every time someone gets on a rocket and goes to the moon and comes back, their, their time will have passed slightly more slowly than the people on Earth. Therefore, they'll have gone into the future. There we go, Damo. Brian Cox. So, pe- people in rockets go into the future. See that? Oh, I don't know. What's your take? What's your take on this? Though? I mean, I've heard this before, and I'm trying to get my head around it. That if there's such yeah. thing as time travel, 
we can only go forwards. We can never come back onto the past. So like that chap was trying to say, so we would never know if you've time travelled, as in the, if somebody travelled far into the future because they couldn't come back to tell us. <laughs> it's convenient, isn't it? It's convenient. <laughs> Where's Brian gone? I don't know. Hey, I, do you remember Goodnight Sweetheart? I oh, do, yeah. I love that. He was a time traveller, wasn't he? Nicholas Lindhurst. Nicholas yeah. Lindhurst, mate. Because he, he yeah. travelled he travelled from Only Fools and Horses, didn't he? And ended up there. <laughs> yeah, he travelled from Peckham. <laughs> to Peckham, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can remember that. That was but quite no, clever. On a serious note, which is obviously today a, a, um, a, a flat, um, I know we spoke on a, on, on a previous show, can't remember what it was, but I'm sure I mentioned a street in Liverpool, I think it Bond was... Street. Bond Street. Bond yes. Street in Liverpool, yeah. Yes. Now, we need to take a trip there one day, don't we? We do. Because it's quite near Chester, I believe. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Um, um, but if that is the case, then we're looking at a freaking time slip area. We are. You know, with what you just said then, and I was mulling over what Brian Cox has said, because Brian Cox is a really, really, really intelligent, fascinating man to listen to, right? But, but, yeah, but what, can, can I just say, yeah. how, how does he know he's got distinctive proof that time travellers can't travel in the past. And that, that's what I was just going to say to you, mate. Is, is that, is that yeah. intelligence? Is that, is that genius? But he can also at times be a cock. <laughs> he can, I'll tell you why. <laughs> he can, I'll tell you why. Because on Sorry, a few Brian, occasions, on a few occasions, he's come out to defend a situation. But the problem is, if you listen to his wording, he is defending scientific uh, journals, scientific facts, scientific information that he's been ploughed into his brain through, through kind oh. of, you know, being taught he's in, in universities and that lot. So all he's doing is he's churning up information, which sounds really good and it sounds really convincing, but how does he yeah. know? So, so all these people that go to, for example, let's take somebody, right? We've got uh, Gavin, a guy walking down Bond Street in Liverpool, right? Minding his own business, walking along, see, skips over a little bit of dog shit, you know, he's just minding his own business, walking along, right? And then all of a sudden, he's in a different theory. Everyone's got 1950s around him. He looks yeah. back. It's that, he's gone that far back. The, the dog shit's white. That's how far back it is, because you do get white dog shit anymore, do you? Yeah. Right? So he's, he's walking along. Then the next minute, he's back where he is. How yeah. does Brian Cox's science explain that to Gavin? Yeah. Tell Gavin. <laughs> we need Gavin on the show. Yeah, and the, and the dog shit's back brown yeah, again. I don't, I Explain don't know, that, Brian. Though. I don't know. It's it's just it's like obviously with we I I know we're going on off tangent here, but ghosts. He says ghosts do not exist. Yeah, we touched on this because yeah, so, they, they, we would know because they will be made of this. No, you would have to know what they're made up of, mate. And you don't know what they're made up of, so you can't prove nothing. You're just spurting out things. I'm not a Brian Cox hater, by the way, even though. At times, I can, I can mate. It doesn't sound like it. At times, <laughs> Brian Cockad at times really winds me up because because he defends it with this oh, this kind no. of I am mighty. Oh, I know what it is, and I know. He says some really good things as well. I really like some of the stuff he does. But every now and again, yeah. he, he feels a little bit like he's poo pooing, and we don't like people that poo poo, do we? He poo poos people's wow. experiences. So, like I say, someone's had an experience of time traveling on Bond Street. How does science explain that to them? He would probably say, oh, well, you're probably having one of those moments and you, you've kind of uh, had a bit of deja vu or something's happened, even though he doesn't talk about that. Something's happened that's made you kind of think that you were back and you're not. Mm. But that doesn't explain the real experience that Gavin's had, does it? Oh, no, it doesn't. I mean, if if for any reason it happened to you, right, first of all, where would you like to travel to? That's that easy. In the future. Where to? Well, can we have in the future and in the past? Yeah, I was going yeah. to do the past next. Okay, future. If I can move into the future, I suppose I would like to go to probably probably no more than about, say, 200 years, no more than that. Okay. So I don't think you had... When you think about how quick 
we evolved as humans and technology evolves. I think if you went way too, 200 years might be too much, but you, you, your head would not take it. You would not be able to understand well, what was going on. You'd be a freak in the future. Were we talking, I think we were talking off, off air, so to speak, and was it you that posed the question to me about the, the amount of the population in a certain yeah. year? Yeah, do you know, you're doing a lot of mind reading tonight and it's freaking me out a little bit. Because, yeah, what, yeah again, guys, fact checkers, fact checkers out on this, right? Because it's going to sound like bullshit when I tell you. But if you check up in the year 2045, I think it's 45, 2045, look up the average sperm count of the population. Of the, across the population, right? And you'd expect it to be, I don't know, you guessed it, was it 20%, something like that? I think I said 20%, yeah. yeah. And if you look it up, in 2045, the sperm count predicted is going to be zero. Nada. I'm just, Nothing. I'm just typing it into, into Google as we speak. In what? In 2045. 2045. So what's that, quarter to nine? Here we go. Fertility, oh, warns that sperm levels among young men have more than halved in the last 50 years and yep. following current, current projections. Yeah, not not ejaculations. Eight, <laughs> sperm count is set to reach zero in, right, okay, lads, let's all do this now. Get them out. No, no, no not now. Oh, look no, not now. No. Not why, okay. not why you're listening to us. Please, not why you're listening to us. Don't. I mean... I know there's honest, places you, for that you, called OnlyFans. You, you won't go there, you mate. Might do, you might do it anyway because you listen to Damo. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, don't do it. Please don't do it. And we don't want proof wow. if you did do it, so don't do anything. Yeah, so there wouldn't even be a sperm eye. There wouldn't be, you know, there wouldn't be one. Not one anywhere. I mean. So we will literally be we be self-maintained on artificial insemination. They'd be they'd be created, and do you know what that'll make? Make men non-existent. We're not going to be needed. We are going to be well useless now, aren't we? We become absolutely useless where we we make no. All we useful that is putting the bends out. How old are you going to be in twenty forty-five? Um, how many years is that, mate? <laughs> What are we now? 2023, Three? are we? Yeah. Yeah, flipping egg. 23, 45. You know, I'm going to put this back on you. Well, I'm 49, so work it out. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna be about 60. That's nothing. You're still a baby. Mate, I'll, I'll still be. I'll be still just fine. I'll be good. So, uh, I don't know what's bringing the spoon count down, though. Some it is. Gosh. wonder what it is. Must be something in the water. But obviously, uh, I often think about that, you know, Damo. Mm-hmm. You know, what are they put? Are they, are they putting? You know, because what? we wouldn't know at all, would we? Well, you know what they put in the water we now? Know at all. Fluoride. Well, I know that. Yeah, Why do they put fluoride in? Why do they put fluoride in? Why do they do that? Well, they tell you. This is going off tangent again, but this is a, an interesting fact. They put fluoride in the water because they tell you it's good for your teeth and for your bones. Think about yeah. that, right? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know how good it is for you? When Not you get good. chance, man, when you get chance, look up. If there's a fluoride spillage, what do they do? Mate, they send them in in big hazmat suits to get it up. Oh, my goodness. And then you drink it. I think well, there's only so what? many countries that actually have it in the water. Some countries won't have it. Some dentists actually put fluoride, they rub it on children's teeth. You know that? Yeah. And I think to myself, yeah. You know, you don't even ask. You just do it. Just do it. Yeah, fluoride rubbers, that's what they are. <laughs> no, but it's, that's true. So just just think about it. Think about what you're putting in your body, right? Think about what you're putting yeah. in your body. Um, go to a healthy lifestyle. It, it also, it crystallises. Um, if you won't go that far, it's meant to crystallise the PNR gland, the third yeah. eye. Oh wow. oh, wow. Okay. So that's interesting. If it does do that, then it crystallises the penile gland, which means you can't use the third eye, which means that you are controlled even more. So you, you can't connect with the spirit world. It's there. It's, it's, very deep, it's for another it's show. It's a very, very deep one, that is. Yeah. Well, let's go back to the future to another time travel story, yeah? Let's do this. Right. The other thing you want to do, guys, if you want to have a bit of fun, have a look online at... Um, Photographic proof 
of time travel because there's some really in- interesting pictures out there. Um, I've got one here now, and we will, like we always promise, and we don't deliver. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. There's certain pictures, like there's one taken on the Golden Bridge uh, in the 40s. Uh, on, sorry, on South Fort Bridge uh, in the 40s. Uh, this is in Canada. And it's a group of people, all just in 40s clothes. And then if you look slightly over to the right hand side, there seems to be a chap who's got an hairstyle which doesn't set in with the 40s. He's got what looks this like... the one a, with his glasses? Yeah, he's got sunglasses, he's got sunglasses on. Glasses. He's got a cardigan yeah. on. He's got what looks like a T-shirt, which is printy, which I wouldn't have thought around in the 40s. He looks completely out of place, this guy does. Completely. Basically modern, modern clothes. Yeah, modern clothes. Yeah, um, I saw that demo and I thought to myself, wow. I mean, either that is some serious... Photoshop, or a freaking time travel. Well, it's never been disproved, has it? Though this picture has been around for a long time and never been disproved. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. It's, it's what is it? You a, know? A, another one which is really interesting, and this is this is out there for you to see, and, and you can watch the video of this. Um, Mike Tyson. We all know who Mike Tyson is. Right. Okay. You, you piqued my interest. Yeah. Here. Go on. I'm Mike Tyson. Tyson. I'm, I'm Mike Tyson. Does that sound like him? I'll move on. So Tyson, I, I thought it was I thought it was Chris Eubank. Oh, Chris Eubank is a bit more like that than Chris, Chris Eubank. Um, yeah. Anyway, Matt Tyson was fighting in 1995. Um, interesting. Yeah. In the background, as the camera pans past him, there's somebody in the audience in 1995 holding up what looks like an iPhone, a smartphone, filming what's going on in the audience. Nobody can explain right. what this is. What this person was holding up. This is 1995, way before. Mobiles and that way before the iPhones and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looks yeah, like someone's were. holding yeah. one and he's filming what's going on. So tell me what that is, Nick. Tell me what that is. I mean, we're gonna have to search for mobile phones in that era, that 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 year, and see what one looks or resembles. Mate, I don't think was there even was there even iPhone. was there even mobile phones, smartphones in that time. I think we just got Nokia thirty three tens kind of things, you know. You no, got smartphones, no, I don't think smartphones were, were they? they? No. They weren't. This has been, like I say, this is something where they've, they've researched it heavily, categorically said, that that can't be a smartphone. It can't be an iPhone. They weren't even invented right. then. Yet there's a guy in the audience holding this phone, filming what's going on in the ring, and you can watch it. It's there for everyone to see. But it, it, is it, in your eyes, is he holding a smartphone? It looks like he's holding a or white, it looks like he's holding a white iPhone, even got the camera to one side of it at the top left, like left-hand corner, and he's filming. That's it? Yeah. It's it's mad, it's mad. We will put it in the show notes. Right. We will find it and we'll stick it in there, um, so you can have a look at that. But that's that's, that's another fascinating one. Yeah, but I mean, how old is that image? Uh, nineteen ninety five. Okay. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. So, so, so it's been on the internet for for years then. So, so it's been out there, but obviously no one noticed anything back then because it was just uh, it was just people in an audience. It's only when iPhones were invented. The people went, what the shit? Someone's really? got one in the old... Because oh, up God. until then, no one would have been drawn to it, would they? They'd just gone, oh, there's someone holding something weird. What's that? they carry on, wouldn't they? They wouldn't know what it well, is. Of course they would, yeah. yeah. But now, people yeah. are going, why is there someone holding an iPhone in the 1995? Although, having said that, having said that, I mean, when was the iPhone? Was it 2008? When it first came out? Yeah, I've got two... I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but I've got the, I've got the year 2008 in my head. But obviously, now we all know this, yeah. The iPhone was created years and years before. So my theory could be one of the possible theories is somebody who was working for iPhone was in that audience and he was testing out the phone. Do you is think you could answer? spare us the bullshit for one minute? <laughs> Are you serious, mate? Are you being serious? Are you serious? Listen, Are you serious? Listen. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen. Listen, you can imagine. You can imagine Steve Jobs, he's in his office and he goes, uh, can you someone get Dave up here? I need to speak to Dave. Yeah. Hi, right, boss. Yeah, yeah, come in, come in. Uh, you're right, Steve. Yeah, you're right, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Dave, I want you to do us a favour, yeah? You know this this really secretive new thing we've got, this um, this phone? Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. What, what's this like? Is it like a Nokia 33? No, 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 no. This is like really, really special. This is worth billions of pounds for this company. All right, yeah. Do you want to see it? Go on then, yeah. What do you think of that, Dave? Steve, that's, that's amazing, mate. Got to keep this quiet, Dave. All right, 
Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. So, with that in mind, will you take it to one of the biggest <laughs> sporting events of the year and stand in the crowd and film Mike Tyson listen. on TV? And you think that's... Listen to me. I'm just saying. Listen. I'm just saying. Unbelievable, Damo, yeah? You just said, you know, even if they did have something like that, nobody was taking notice of it. So... You don't yeah, wave you it. To that? You don't wave it. You don't wave it in here, you stupid... <laughs> absolute massive... <laughs> Oh. oh, God, I do love the banter. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Have you, got, have, you got it, a, it, have you got a story, by the way, for tonight? I don't know. It, listen, I've got a story. <laughs> have yeah. you? Are you ready for a story? Is this is this the actual right. story? You've done some research and you've got a story? No, this is just... This is Damo, right? This is improvisation. Okay. Okay, I'm all for all right, that. Uh, okay, it'll only be a few, few, it's not going to be long, all right? Let's do this. You ready? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Don't just nod. Well, I was just <laughs> going to say, improvisation. You couldn't make it up, could you? <laughs> no, you couldn't. Let's do this. Once upon a time in a land far away, there were two little chickens and they were playing in the hay. One named Damo, and one named Nick. Damo said, shall we go for a walk in the woods? Nick says yes, so off they go. Over the hills, through the fields, and they come to the woods. All of a sudden, Damo, they walk past a big oak tree. Wow. And the next thing they see, they were in a market square, in a cage. Wow. That's the end of the story, Damo. It's not a shit story, if that's how it ends. Shut up with him. It was not a shit story, Damo, because they got actually, they time travelled to a market and they were getting sold. All right, it's a bloody sad story, Damo, if anything. Sorry. Yeah? It really is, you Oh. Oh, oh, I'd enough of that. I'd enough of that. But yeah, that's good. Yeah, not to call you out on the spot, but right, right at the beginning when I said, "Have you got a story?" You said, "I have," but it's quite a well-known story. So I don't know if you're going to cover it yourself. Have you actually mentioned the story yet, or have I missed it? Yeah. Yes, I did. Which one? It was, it was the bloke in the 2027. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Right. Ah, this is where we need Josh, you we stupid d- pig. As if we'd ever okay. say that. We need Josh. I know, no, we need him, mate. We need him. <laughs> no, th- no, basically, this guy, Damo, he, yeah. he was a Spanish guy, right? And fair enough, it happened during lockdown. So, But, but still, during lockdown, there were people milling about, weren't there? You know, no matter yeah. where you were. Yeah. Um, and obviously, in... in in Spain, there's still emergency services and, and things like that. Yeah. And, and people who are carers and et cetera. But everywhere that this chap went, Damo, mm. it, was, it was like a ghost town. There were, like I said earlier, there were no oh, right, yeah. people around. He was going into supermarkets. Right, yeah. Even, even when he went into a zoo. Listen, he went into did... a zoo. No animals. Get lost. Get lost. Shh, everyone hide his ear. Yeah. Hide that gorilla. Listen, listen. Right. Um, believe it or not, oh. the irony that it's 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 we're doing time travel and I'm we're running out of time with the amount of stories I've still got left to do. Unbelievable. Right. So first of all, uh, Spanish, uh, what do you call a Spaniard without legs? Um no idea. Gracias. <laughs> Right. Um, oh my god! So I'm I'm going to hit you with a couple of other things here that you might find quite interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So one of them is about um, a book. Now this is a book that I've um, I have purchased. I've not read the book yet, but just tell me if you've. Um, sorry, let me just get it up on my screen. Um, there's a book that came out that was called 
he says, while he's frantically trying to find it. <laughs> uh, and just to confirm, you've got the book, but you haven't read it yet. No, I've not, no, but but I have got the book, right. Okay. So let me tell you this. Let me tell you that all of this, and then at the end, I want to see what your face looks like, right? So there's a book out there. Now, this book is called yeah. um, Baron Trump's Marvellous Underground Journey, okay? Right, okay, yeah. Baron Trump's Marvellous Underground Journey. Now, the story is roughly, and I haven't read the book yet, so I'm getting off roughly, is about a oh. lad, a young lad called Baron Trump. Baron Trump uh, goes on this amazing journey where he time travels, right? He's about, he's Hold about, on. Any relation to Donald? We're getting there. Okay, right. I'm interested. Right, so th- this he isn't a relation to Donald Trump, but when I, when I explain this to you, it'll mention things. Considering, I don't know if you know, but his youngest son, Donald Trump's youngest son, is called Baron Trump. So he's actually... What? Like, he's meant to be also like a, like a mathematical genius. He's meant to be like insanely intelligent, this lad is. So this, but this book came out, right? But, but probably oh. it would help you if I told you as well. That this book came out in the 1800s. Shut up. No, this, is, this isn't a new book that someone's written. This came out in the 1800s, this book was written, right? There's a series of them. So in this book, basically, uh, this is a selection of books. It's, it's about this lad called Baron Trump who goes on this journey and he goes through time travelling. He goes through time travelling through different places. And that these amazing journeys, that kind of thing. And yeah. he's, he's coached by a guy who he only ever refers to as Don. Right, so he, he, he oh. right, he gets better. Um, also, the the end up um, the final book in the chapter. Isn't these four books? Is called um, the Last President. Wow! Right. Um, wait, real time travel comes in a minute. Um, they also visit uh, this place, which is called Castle Trump, and it's actually Castle Trump in the book is on the, uh, I'm trying to find the street here, but it's the same street that Trump Towers is actually on in New York. So no. in the book, 200 years this, earlier... This is a fictional book? Yes. Right. So the, this this guy wrote this book, this fant- fantasy kind of book about this guy, this lad, going on these adventures with a guy called Don, who lives in this castle, which is on the street, which Trump Towers is on in America, Right. Um, yeah, he, he goes on all these adventures. The last book they ever did is called The Last President, right? And then this, this bit here now is a bit crazy. What links all this lot up? And there's loads more information on this, but I just we haven't got time for me to go to everything, but we could probably do a whole show just on this, I'll be honest with you. Is that um, there was a chap, which you've probably heard of, called Nikolai Tesla. Now, yeah. Tesla, not the car people, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tesla was an absolute genius, right? He died poor, but he was an absolute genius. The amount of things that he created. He also believed, thoroughly believed, that time travel was possible. Unlike Professor right. Cockad, right? He didn't say you could go forwards or back. Uh, you couldn't go backwards. He just said you can time Back-up, travel, yeah. right? So the story goes that Nikola Tesla, uh, at the point that he died, had literally done the blueprints of how to create this time machine, and he died. Soon as he died, CIA or FBI, whoever it was, I think it was CIA, raided his place and took all this stuff away and locked it up, forget it away, right? Because they didn't want it out there. They they confiscated all this stuff because obviously this could be yeah. dangerous stuff. All the stuff he was working on could be dangerous stuff. So they took yeah. it all away. Like they do with everything, they controlled it and took it away, right? Then they, they, they got somebody who worked for another department and they wanted him to crack this 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 uh, information because no one could understand the blueprint of what Nikola Tesla had written about time travel, how to do it. So they they got the, yeah. the the only person they thought they could do it, and they got this guy in, and this guy took all the information, the files, and everything. He went off with it, and he looked at it for a few months. He came back and he said, "Honestly, I could normally crack this kind of stuff, but I can't I can't understand what he was doing. I can't understand what it means. I'm really sorry. I can't do anything with it." That yeah. person was Donald Trump's. Grandad. Wow. Think about that. Bloody hell. You think about that. If that's true, right? If that's true, that is messed up. When was this book written again? 
1800s. 220 years ago. Yeah. He was writing about time travel. But would they... My point is, are there any other books out there, fiction books, that time period? That's my point. Never thought of that, but it's a very good point. I would have thought none, F1 or two, maybe, but I would have thought none. But this book talks about time travel. And he talks about a very... Think of the particular people that are in there. Donald (sighs) Trump, Baron Trump, Trump Tout, um, the last president, last book in there. Um, it's it's crazy, and then to to find out that the person that that was sent to Luke at Tesla's paperwork was actually Donald Trump's grandfather, grandfather. and he said and he said I can't no. do anything with it. What about if he could? But he just didn't tell them, uh, and he did something with it to create what uh. he's got now. Right. So before we get on to my favourite part of the show, which you know what that is. Saying goodbye to everyone. No. Oh, no. No, No. sorry. No, I don't want to. Don't go anywhere. All of you, don't go anywhere. Right? No. Don't go anywhere. Because I've got a little bit of a surprise for you as well, Mick. Because I can't believe that all the, um, the, the, the production meetings we've had and we've talked about for this, that at no point, at no point, did this get mentioned. Right then, how can we not talk about time travel and not talk about The Simpsons? Maybe. Oh, do they do it? Do they do it in The Simpsons? The Simpsons have now predicted their many things that were going to happen. The only way that they could oh, have yes. known that yes. is if Matt Groening is a time traveller, mate, and he knows how yes. to do this. So let's That's go through right. some of the things that they've uh, they've brought up and have happened. Okay, so here we go. A few of them. So, back in the 1990s, there was an episode called Two Cars in Every Garage and Three Eyes on Every Fish. The show depicted a three-eyed fish, which later became a symbol of the environmental pollution concerns. So, this was something that they, they pre-predicted. Lady Gaga's right. halftime show. In a 2012 episode entitled Lisa Goes Gaga, the show featured Lady Gaga performing uh, during the Super Bowl halftime show, which eventually happened in 2017. Uh, FaceTime. In a 1995 episode called Lisa's Wedding, the show featured a video call uh, technology similar to FaceTime, which had not widely been available at the time. So they were doing FaceTime before FaceTime was was there. Um, Disney and Fox merge. In 1998, there was an episode called When You Dish Upon a Star. The show depicts a sign that reads 20th Century Fox, a division of Walt Disney Company. This foreshadowed the eventual merger between the two companies. This is way before it happened or they were talking about it. Really? Yeah. We make these there many. these The Higgs boson equation, which we talked about, that was brought up in it. The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace, that one was called. Uh, The show featured an equation on a blackboard that closely resembled the equation used to predict the mass of the Higgs boson particle. So written on the board that that um, Homer wrote on, he wrote a really, really uh, crazy mathematical equation. And people have looked at that and gone, that's the the, the mathematical equation for the X-Boson. And the X-Boson was something well, that was gladly was discovered way, way later than that. And it was the same equation well, that was written there. And, and not forgetting the obvious thing, we've mentioned him already, but um, in an episode called Bart to the Future, aired in 2000, the show predicted that Donald Trump would become president of the United States of America. Yes, I remember that one. And there was even a scene on it, if you remember, where he comes down the escalators and he waves with his right hand and then he waves with his left hand and then in the future, he's in this this uh, market area, Trump is, and he's coming down and he waves with his right hand and he waves with his left hand, exactly the same. Yeah, but do, do you think he did that because he saw the episode? Do you think Donald Trump goes, this'll get him? <laughs> I don't think yeah. so, mate. No, I don't think yeah. so. I, yeah. don't think, I don't think so. Well, maybe not him, but he's, you know, certainly the people around him who are, you know, on the ground and, you know, up to scratch with everything. Let me dream, Nick. Please let me dream. Have a little dream, Damo. Have a little dream. Love your long time. Stop it, Nicholas. Ah, right. Not me. That was Josh Remote. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Yeah, you would say that. Right then. So, um, well, it was. Is it that time of the show? Do you want to do it? Yes! 
This is what people want. Let's do it. Let's do Stepani's Supernatural Quiz. So, this is Stepani's Supernatural Quiz, and this week, it is all about time travel. Damo, are you ready? As I'll always be. Always ready. Love your long time. So, if you get the correct answer, you'll hear this noise. If you get an incorrect answer, you'll hear this noise. (laughs) Now... Are you ready, Damo? Do you have... Because uh, I haven't got it this end. Josh has changed everything around. Have you got the clock? You're in. <laughs> no. No? Okay. Actually, hold on a minute. Let's have a look, see if I can grab it. Yes, I can. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you five questions, Damo. <laughs> You've got two, two possible answers for okay. each question. Okay. Right. okay. I've not had a look at these questions yet, so... Mm-hmm. I do apologise if there's any words that I can't... <laughs> Oh, it's going to be brilliant. (laughs) So, are you ready, Damo? Are we having 15 seconds on the cock? On the (laughs) cock. Okay, question number one. What is the concept of time (laughs) deliation? I'll start again. What is the concept of time dilation in the context of time travel? Is it A, the stretching or slowing down of time in high gravity environments, or B, the compression or speeding up of time in low gravity environments? 15 seconds on the clock, and I'll repeat that. (laughs) What is the concept of in the context of time travel, A, the stretching or slowing down of time in high-gravity environments, or B, the comprehension, the compression, sorry, or speed, speeding up of time in low-gravity environments, A or B, demo, please. I'm going to go with me gut. And I'm going That's to go. the best way to go for. Yeah. That's the best way. And it's always right, so I'm in, eh? Well done, Jamo. Absolutely fantastic. Moving on to question number two. So far, you've got one out of five. Question number two is, according to the theory of uh, relativity, how does travelling at the speed of light affect time? A. Love your long time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you idiot. You idiot. Time, time slows down. Or B, time speeds up 15 seconds on the clock. So according to uh, the theory of relativity, how does travelling at speed of light affect time? A, it slows the time down. Or B, it speeds the time up. A or B, demo. It would have to be using Brian Cockad's theory. It would have to slow it down. Well done, Jamo. Two out of five. Moving straight on to question number three. What is the grandfather paradox in time travel theory? <laughs> what the hell was that noise? Okie dokie. So... <laughs> I'll do that again. That's like what it was. I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you what it was. I pressed the mute button on, on a channel I wasn't using and I had to go on mute. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you did. Yeah. Sorry. Unbelievable. Carry on. Sorry. Unbelievable. Question number three. Did you know because of that? Love your long time. Okay. What is week. the grandfather? What is the grandfather paradox in time travel theory? Demo. Is it A, meeting your grandfather in the past and creating a time loop? Or B, preventing your grandfather's existence causing a paradox? 15 seconds on the clock. So what is the grandfather paradox in time travel theory? A, meeting your grandfather in the past and creating a time loop? Or B, preventing your grandfather's existence causing a paradox? A or B, Demo? 
be? Are you sure? Hey. <laughs> no, no. I've got to go. I've got B. to take your first answer. B. 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 Got to take your first answer, Damo. Preventing your grandfather is it a distance. Well done. It is certainly B. Moving straight on to question number four, Damo. Which. <gasps> What's his ace? <laughs> He wants so close, he's got the face to the screen, trying to read it. Theoretical, which theoretical concept suggests the existence of multiple parallel universes? A, wormholes, or B, multiverse? 15 seconds on the clock, Dana. So which concept suggests the existence of multiple parallel universes? A, wormholes, or B, multiverses, don't they? That's got to be multiverses. No! <laughs> oh, no! No way! Correct answer, correct. It was. Correct answer, correct. Do you know, I, I, the show needs to end yeah, soon because I need answer. to go and use my wormhole in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. Last question, Damo, number five. Oh, my gosh. Another one. Do you know what? Josh, if you're listening, Josh, yeah, can I get these questions literally the day before, not 15 minutes before I go on? Right. Okay. So, what is the Novikov self consistency principle in time travel theory, Damo? So, I'm going to repeat that. What is the Novikov self consistency? <laughs> time travel theory a is it the idea that any actions taken in the past must be consistent with the present or is it b the belief that changing the past can create alternate timelines without consequences 15 seconds on the clock demo so what is the Novikov self-consistency principle in time theory travel? The idea that any actions can take uh, taken in the past must be uh, consistent with the present, or the belief that changing the past can create alternate timelines without consequence. A or B, Damo, please. Only because during that... that, that, that... Question and answers. I lost the well. I'm just going to stab at B. You're going to go for B. I am. No. Oh, Damo. It's not. It's the idea that any actions taken in the past must be consistent with the present. Oh, well, do you know what? It it's doesn't obvious. matter. That's obvious, isn't it? It doesn't matter. Unbelievable. I just, I just enjoy your your company and the quiz. It doesn't matter if we win or lose. Oh, life. It's taking part. Do you know what? Can we say a big, big, big thanks for Damo? Thank you. Oh, cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks for the clap. Thank you very cheers. much. Thank you. You did well. Yeah. You did really, really you. did well. You really did well, mate. What's that time of the, that yeah. time of the show again, mate? Oh, what do you want to say to all the uh, the listeners out there? Well, love your long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. I promise you. I promise you, hand on heart, and I promise heart. every single person who listens to the show, next week, I am going to make you feel so stupid because I'm going to come up with so many things. I'm going to create... So, mate, I'm Go gonna, for it. I am. Go for it. You know, I'm up for it. I'm up for it, mate. You... Challenge yeah. accepted, sir. Challenge accepted. Okay. Now, I, I tell you what I do want to do. Uh, I, I, want to, I want to thank everybody who weekend after week uh, tunes in and listens to us. Yeah. Um, we couldn't do it generally. I mean this. I knew a lot of podcasts say we couldn't do it without you. We can't. It's as simple as that. We just can't. Um, well, can I... I've got to... I, I'm going to put my hand on my heart now. If I... You know, or Damo. I'm not speaking on behalf of Damo now. Um, if, you know, throughout our, you know, show today that we've said anything that you found untoward or 
you know, maybe not to your liking. Um, <laughs> we couldn't give a shit. Uh, we couldn't. We couldn't give a shit. <laughs> we really couldn't. Yeah. So do you know what? If we don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell someone who gives one. Yeah. That's right, um, yeah. No, but we do. We do. But we do. Having said that, appreciate you all listening. So, to, to all the people around the world, all around yeah. the world, we've got all you guys. Like I say, uh, we we go through it every week. Americans, the Australians, the Indians, the 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 uh, Chinese, oh, the Spanish, the French, <laughs> um, and also Joe. Not forgetting yes, Joe. Yes, Joe. Hell, can I just say, Joe? Thank you so much for your contribution today. Um, you know, get in touch. Email us. Yeah. Undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com and we will flip in. We'll read it out, mate. We'll read yeah. it out. Just get in touch and, you know, let us know if you see a, a Phyllis. Now, yeah. Phyllis is, of course, she's, she's a lovely lady in her 60s, five foot two. She's got grey, short, curly hair. What's she wearing, Damo? What's she wearing? I think she's wearing dungarees, from what I remember. She's Absolutely. Wearing, she's wearing a lumberjack jacket, yes. isn't she? I'll yes. be honest with you, mate. I think I'm I'm actually uh, bringing it to existence myself because I can't get her out of bed. That's <laughs> all <laughs> so I think about this place. <laughs> Do you know the, the irony? If I saw her, mate, I would shit myself. Just be honest. You're not going to go and lay down and masturbate to, to that thought, are you? Be totally honest. You are, are you? I don't know who's listening to this. No, oh. no, I won't. <laughs> you should have seen his face. He loved it, mate. Hey, we won't be doing it after oh. 2045, will we? We won't make any difference then. No, we won't. That's a good point. That's a good point. Just yeah. blanks fired everywhere, then. Nothing new there. Tater juice everywhere, that's all. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, guys. Um, thank what you, a show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being there with us. Um, we love you all. And um, from me, I'd like to say good night, and I'll see you all next week. And from me... Thank you so much, and it's a cheer might. Love you all. Undiscovered Planet Podcast, hosted by Davo Sims and Nick Party, Brought to you by Screaming Head Productions and SPN Media UK. Today's researcher, Emma Bodley, has meticulously delved into the depths of knowledge to bring you this captivating episode. Sponsored by Studio 2 in Northamptonshire and Paralysis Escape Rooms in Stoke-on-Trent.